Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi. And welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Now we're all familiar with the expression, don't worry, be happy. And I think there is something beautifully simple about it. But actually, as we know, it's not always that simple. So here's my thoughts on how we can perhaps try not to worry quite so much and prioritise being happy, whatever that means. Don't worry, be happy. If only it were that simple, right? I'm going to attribute this quote and the title of this podcast to the Indian spiritual leader, Maya Baba, whose teachings and guidance have been a big influence in the life of a dear uncle of mine. I remember the quote from a fridge magnet or perhaps from a postcard taped to the dashboard of his truck in my childhood. It must have left a mark on me and it's one of many cherished memories of childhood summers past visiting with him in Canada where he lives. For many, The quote may bring to mind the song by the same same name, cheerfully sung by Bobby McFerrin. Whoever you credit it with, my purpose here and now is to advocate the merits of worrying less and being happy more. Aspirations without tactics are destined to remain dreams, so I'm going to share some pointers on how I try to do this, and I hope these help you. When I'm worried, in the midst of doubt, hindered by fear, uncertainty or overwhelm, these are the times when I do well to remember that worry isn't an appropriate course of action. Or rather, worrying alone isn't helpful. Worry, fear and overwhelm are the trio of corrosive emotions that have the power to strip my resolve, dampen my enthusiasm and make my self-belief and inspiration wither away. When these strike, Inevitably, my happiness decreases. As time goes on and my self-awareness grows, I've learned a few things about worrying, what it means and how to manage it, and I want to share some of these with you now. Life has to be a mix of highs and lows, and worry is necessary to truly appreciate happiness. In order to truly value emotions like happiness and contentment, it's necessary to have an appreciation of the opposite feelings. Times of happiness allow us to put times of worry into perspective, and in times of worry we we reflect on when we were happy and carefree. Life itself would cease to exist if we all remained in a manic state of happiness, contentment and optimism all the time. It's the negative times, the downsides of life, that prompt within us the desire to grow, to solve problems and to seek meaning and positivity within the world and within ourselves. If there were never any downside, there'd be no stimulus for this betterment, for innovation or self-improvement. Instead, I think we'd careen around in a state of euphoria, taking endless and ill-defined and ill-advised risks without expecting or even considering disappointment, disillusion or failure as an outcome. Worry helps to keep life in perspective. It makes the happy times all the more meaningful and prompts us to strive for them through bettering our situation. The things you worry about are unlikely to be the actual problem anyway. Nobody has the power to accurately predict their future or the outcome of their actions. 
We all suffer feelings of vulnerability, doubt and despondency from time to time. Remember that when you're evaluating a problem, it's quite unlikely you're really seeing it for what it is, or at the scale it truly exists. Often, I anticipate the worst, the apocalyptic outcome, the direst of consequences from the tests that I'm facing. I'll extrapolate the end of a career or the loss of a client from a momentary lapse of judgment or a poor decision. I resign myself to financial ruin when an unexpected bill arrives in the post. A muscle strain might indicate the end of my gym-going days. Besides these far-fetched scenarios being completely unhelpful, the reality in most cases, once I've ridden out the challenge or overcome the problem, is that the actual problem was something entirely different. The cause of the worry was really little more than a minor swell to ride out, not a tidal wave threatening chaos and destruction. Problems will come in life. Statistically, there will be injuries and illnesses that eventually force us all to slow down. There will be career mishaps and financial crises that affect everyone. In all likelihood, the things that you're worrying about won't happen when you think they will. The things that will affect you will be the ones you least expect. All any of us can do is to make the best of every day that there are favourable conditions and ride out those when these are lacking. The rest will unfold around us. Baz Luhrmann released a song, Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen, and it contained these lyrics. Don't worry about the future, or worry, but know that worrying is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. The real troubles in your life are apt to be the things that never crossed your worried mind, the kind that blindsides you at 4pm on some idle Tuesday. It's enough to do all that you can. Some things require more than our maximal efforts to resolve. There are factors outside of our control in any given situation. To beat ourselves up that we weren't able to do more is illogical, irrational and utterly fruitless. When you know you've done all you can and all that you or anyone else could reasonably expect, then that has to be good enough. There are environmental factors, market forces and the influences and whims of other humans in any scenario and all of these will play a part in the eventual outcome. Once you've done your best to tackle a problem, that should be the point at which worry becomes fruitless and ceases. What will be, will be. Another thought is that worry arises from fear and fear stems from uncertainty. Chaos and uncertainty is the basis of life and the way of the world. Your product may be a flop or a runaway success. The training may yield the desired results on the track or you may trip over your shoelaces. Your competitors may have trained harder than you. Their product may be better. It's far easier and unfortunately more common to conduct, concoct wildly pessimistic scenarios that will help to bring a bit of order to the chaos rather than to be rational and somehow exist with the uncertainty. Those, like me, who worry are probably more inclined to concoct a pessimistic vision of the future than an optimistic one. Deepak Chopra said that uncertainty is the fertile ground of pure creativity and freedom. When I force myself to accept and be, a com be more comfortable with chaos, it helps to stem the flow of speculation in my life, and this in turn stems the fear and the worry. Taking action is the best antidote to most things. Worrying alone will do nothing to resolve the issue at hand. If you're inspired to take action or preempt the effects or reduce the magnitude of the problem, then that's a positive outcome from the worrying. 
In this way, worrying is necessary and useful as a stimulus for change sometimes. Tackle the thing that's worrying you head on, and chances are you'll worry less. Alternatively, your efforts may reveal there's nothing you can do to reduce the problem. In this case, you've ruled out that it's within your power to make a difference, which should hopefully also lead to the worry diminishing. When you worry, you make your troubles double. The act of worrying serves little useful purpose, but to add a layer upon layer of problems and dissatisfactions, on top of what might have already been a relatively trivial issue to begin with. Your project may not deliver. That, in turn, may prompt a witch hunt as those above you search for a scapegoat to blame. You'll lose your job, unemployment, debt, hunger, despair, and so it goes. Alternatively, you may just learn another way that it didn't work, and be grateful for the opportunity to have learned and grown just a little bit. The negative outcome that you prophesize is no more likely to happen just because you predict it. Even if it does, then your worry wasn't the reason for that, nor did it make the effects any easier to deal with. What then was the point in worrying? In 1949, the aforementioned Mayor Barber began a period in his leadership known as the New Life. He and his followers travelled and undertook to live in accordance with a strict set of conditions, including absolute acceptance of any circumstance they should find themselves in and acting with consistent happiness in the face of any adversity. This, to me, seems to exemplify a life lived in the pursuit of absolute and complete contentment and meaning. To strive for this is admirable, but for most, what we reasonably aspire to is a life where we worry a little bit less and we're happy a little bit more. That's certainly my goal. In times of worry, I'm trying harder to consider the lessons that I've talked about today. As I grow through life, it's reaffirming to see the same patterns and effects emerging over and over again. The lessons learned in overcoming sports injuries, times of financial hardship, and difficulties in my relationship, career, and business have afforded me with a useful and practical toolkit to apply in future difficulties. The biggest challenge at times is in remembering that I have the tools and experience at my disposal to deal with these challenges, to respond practically to worries, and to remember that no matter what, I've got more than this takes. I hope you can remember that that's the case for you, too, and that you'll worry a little bit less and be happy a little bit more. Till next time, this is Toby saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.